0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me as always is Kellen Feen. this week, we've got a very special guest, Harrison Bard, co-founder of Custom Cones USA. Harrison, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Brian and Kellen? Doing good. Thanks for taking the time. Kellen, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Really excited to talk to Harrison, learn as much as we can about pre-rolls and that whole industry. What is the time origin of the path from... When you had Amazon, when you had the idea, and then when you kind of pivoted towards custom clones, and then to the point where the, the business started, paying. because I want people to understand that those iterations, there are massive ups and downs, and there's challenges. It's not like an overnight thing. You you learn, you iterate, and you continue forward.
1: Yeah. So we had started working at Amazon in 2016. Put in one full year. Thought that was like an honorable professional thing to do. Both myself and Frederick quit on the same day. Super scary conversation to have. Um, And that was in 2017. And then we started this cannabis paper company while we were working at Amazon. So that was like in 2016. And then some point like midway through 2017 is when we really learned a lot about pre-roll cones and launched customconesusa.com. And then we worked on both businesses simultaneously, simultaneously for about like a year, year and a half. And then it was in like 2018 where Custom Cones USA really started blowing up. And we had to make the really tough decision to... Put the cannabis papers on hold for the time being. Um, it, It is still something where we have that technology and we've been talking to different partners on how we could bring that state by state and scale that eventually. But we had to make the tough decision to really table that and focus solely on Custom Cones USA.
0: Just to clarify the pre rolls versus the infused, for those who just might not be familiar with the differences, can you kind of just break down and allude to kind of the differences between the two?
1: Yeah. So a regular pre roll is, you know, an all encompassing term for a joint that's already rolled and ready for sale at a dispensary. And then infused pre-roll is a subset of that where it's, it has some sort of cannabis concentrate in it as well. There's a ton of different types of cannabis concentrate. And then there's a bunch of different ways that you can infuse it into a pre-roll. So the most popular type is when you see infused on the outside. They paint a light layer of cannabis oil on the outside and then roll it around in Keefe. Um, those are super popular. The leading brands are going to be like Jeter's, Fuzzies out of California. They're absolutely dominating the industry, selling infused pre rolls and infused pre roll multi packs. You could also flavor them that way too. So the cannabis oil is really thick and viscous, and you could heat it up to uh, lower the viscosity and make it easier to paint on the outside of the pre roll. But what most companies are actually doing to to help paint it on is to thin it, and one way to thin it is to introduce terpenes to it, and the terpenes will make it more runny and there's a lot of artificial terpenes in the industry so cannabis derived terpenes are extremely expensive. I don't have the figures off the top of my head but like thousands of dollars, you know, per liter for sure. Whereas you could easily get botanical derived terpenes which are all natural but they're coming from like lavender or large scale oranges or just other sort of naturally derived botanical products and then they extract these terpenes. Um, there's a bunch of companies like True Terpenes that sell these to manufacturers. They're really common in vape cartridges. So if you ever smoke a vape that has a really strong flavor profile or is like even named with the flavor, it's definitely gonna have botanical derived terpenes in it. Um and the live resin ones typically don't, and that's where you'll get like a more natural cannabis flavor from. So yeah, so painting it on the outside and rolling in keef is really popular, but then you can also infuse it just within the cone. So just taking keef and f- mixing that with your flour. And putting that into a cone is technically an infused pre-roll.
0: I want to know about the cross-cone, just like we've seen in Pineapple Express. Do, are those popular? Do, I've never seen anyone actually smoking those. Like, Do people actually buy those? So they're definitely really neat. Um, there's a company out of Colorado,
1: I think it's the Green Solution, which is a huge vertically integrated dispensary chain, where they've really done well at Offering like anything and everything in terms of the pre roll category. So they have all the regular pre rolls that you would expect. And then the cross cone is one of their formats that they do sell. It's definitely not going to be a leading skew, but if you are looking to expand into a unique product and really stand out, it's a really giftable item. Oh, sure. So I doubt there's consumers that are like smoking cross cones daily, if not weekly. But if you want to be the talk of the party or like bring something that's going to wow everyone, if you bring a cross cone or cross joint, to an event, it's definitely going to get people smiling and talking and taking pictures and sharing on social media. and They're a lot of fun.
0: That's exactly what I thought. When I opened up the the cross cone, I was like, it'd be a shame if I consumed this by myself because this would be the perfect thing to show someone else. And they'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe these really exist. Yeah, you can't
1: even really smoke it yourself because you can't light it yourself. You have to light all three ends at the same time if you want it to burn evenly and you don't have three hands or the coordination to puff it and get all of them going. So you really need at least two people. So you can get all three lit at the same time. You
0: need three lighters. Um, So yeah, it's definitely a party experience. Does it stay together? And is there a recommended shelf life for purchasing a pre-roll and then consuming it within a certain period of time?
1: Yeah, that's like a bit of an unknown right now. No one's putting this type of information on their pre-rolls. I was actually disappointed to see that Washington took off the requirement to label A lot of this type of information on their packaging. It used to be part of the legal requirements to put the harvest date and I think even the package date on the label. And they've gone away with both of those now. So a lot less transparency for the consumer. And I think that was as a result of these businesses just lobbying and saying, like, hey, we have a lot of old material. You hear like news stories like in Oregon and Oklahoma where they have enough weed for the next like three to five years if they stop growing today. And people are still growing today. So, they don't want you to put the harvest date of like 2017 and they're still selling it to you three to five years later. So, as long as it's not growing mold, it's fine. The potency will degrade over time and it will also shift like THC denatures or changes into like CBG over time or CBN. So, your effect will be different. And, you know, some people might like that better. Pretty sure CBN is definitely going to give you more of a sleepy time effect. And at least me personally, I always go to the dispensary and I'm like, give me something that's gonna knock me out and nothing does. So if I had a pre-roll that was two years old that had a bunch of CBN in it and it actually made me sleepy, I would like that. But um yeah, there's really not a metric or a norm in terms of shelf life. What is the most expensive lesson that you have learned? It kind of comes down to compliance. So it's really like test your stuff and hold your supply chain accountable. So we've ordered you know tens of thousands of dollars of these palm leaf blunts. and then once we find out that they have heavy metals and pesticides or microbials, we throw them away. you know we're not going to sell them to our customers. The suppliers overseas aren't going to take them back so we have to throw them away. Same thing with packaging too. We've bought in packaging where you can't like a lot of these overseas vendors will tell you it's child resistant and they'll even have a certificate that says it's child resistant but it's from like a bogus company that you're pretty much
0: just paying for it or they're photoshopping it. Were you ever close to closing up shop? If so, what happened to alter your path?
1: Luckily, we were not. We grew and scaled very slowly and sustainably. We started in our living room in 2017-2018 and slowly added one product at a time, one service at a time. The reason why the company is called Custom Cones USA is because at first we only sold custom branded cones. So for us, that was that had no
0: risk. Green smoking session. Three people dead or alive. Uh, Jerry Garcia,
1: the huge deadhead. Um, so definitely want to smoke with him and see what type of cool stories he's got. I think he's also inspired a lot of pot smokers across the world. Maybe like one of those like uh, I forget what they're called. Like but like Ken Kesey, one of those like acid test guys that was also like hanging out with Jerry and. Really, like, helped popularize psychedelics, and then maybe, maybe, see if Stephen Hawkins would want to get
0: high and could blow our minds. What was one of the most surprising or unexpected challenges you encountered while operating in the cannabis space? It's not that surprising because a lot of
1: people faced it, but we've had our business accounts shut down, and then they didn't only shut down our business account, but they shut down my personal bank account. So we were originally banking with Bank of America. Somehow we didn't get the letter in the mail. So they called us one day and they're like, Hey, you've never replied to that letter. But like, by the way, we're shutting your bank account down in two days. And also your personal bank account. Addison, where can people find you to get in touch? Yeah, so our website is customconesusa.com. Definitely check us out. We have a ton of informational blogs and videos where you could learn anything. We've had tons of people come up to us at trade shows, like hugging us, being like, you guys have taught me everything and helped really grow and scale our business, which is always amazing to hear. And then our new consumer brand is Day Savers. Uh, website's daysavers.com. So definitely, if you're a regular consumer and you want to buy small pack sizes, check out daysavers.com. We actually have plenty of consumers that go to customconsusa.com and buy like boxes of 200 or 800 because they're just hardcore smokers. And so you can definitely get a really good value there. For
0: sure. We'll link it all to the show. Thanks for taking the time. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, really appreciate your time. Have a good rest of your day. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you.